Good morning. Good morning. I actually don't know that we're live. Now we're live. Good morning. Good morning. Happy April. Happy April Fool's Day. Yeah, I don't do pranks. So. I don't either. Uh, but, you know, happy day to those who celebrate yeah. and observe it. April is just April. It's oh. so weird. Like, it, March went so fast. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a little bit crazy. Um, so it, it's one of those things. Um, what I thought was really crazy is that um, Beverly Cleary died last week. She was 104. She was. She lived so a good long life. she lived a good long life. She really did. And impacted many, many people. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy because it's one of those people you grew up reading. I think I read every Beverly Cleary book I could get my hands on. I know. On. I did. And I'm much, much older than you. <laughs> but I'm not 104. I don't know. I was telling my mom about it, and she was like, man, you know, she was she was old when she started yeah. publishing books. And uh, I don't know. That's It's kind of amazing because she wrote, you know, a lot of books. But um, just kind of an interesting approach to writing. And, uh, my favorite thing I saw was the young author writing a letter to the old author to Beverly Cleary. That was Kate. How do you pronounce her last name? DiCamaglio? Yeah, I have no idea. On Facebook wrote a letter to it Beverly Cleary so at how she had impacted her young life and then she grew up to become an author. That was awesome. It was precious, yeah. I saw that. That was really, really good. Yeah. It was one of those, like, moments. And it reminded me of, like, Dear Mr. Henshaw where he writes the author all the letters, and it just cried a little bit. It's been one of those weeks. Anyway, so does anybody have a favorite Beverly Cleary book? Because I do, and I picked it out. <laughs> so my favorite, oh. well, it might be Ramona and her father, because that's the one where she gets all the like little balls stuck in her hair, and they have to cut her mom out. But The Mouse and the Motorcycle, where he has to like put the aspirin in his mouth, and like carry it. I love it. It's my favorite. Hate mice. I'm kind of yeah. thinking I've got Mouse and the Motorcycle mixed up with Stuart Little. Uh, <laughs> different author. A, yes, it is a different author, but when I think about it, I th did Stuart Little, he, did he ride around on a motorcycle too? He had a little car. I, I don't recall. I, I guess it's it. time to refresh myself on those I don't know. Books. Yeah, we may have to... <laughs> Pick some of those up, especially for summer reading coming up. That would be kind of fun to. Well, I know Stuart Little was the to one do. that went on the um, boat ride in the boat race, right? I believe so. Mm -hmm. Okay, so maybe I do have one mixed up. Okay. Um, I don't remember. I am older. I don't remember them all clearly enough, but I, haha, no pun intended. Clearly, <laughs> clearly. Um, 
I, I'm sure, though, that somewhere in my boxes in the garage, I still have a copy of Ribsy mm. from my childhood. So maybe it was my favorite. I don't know for sure. Ramona the Pest. Ramona the Pest. Yeah. Such a classic. Yeah. I always felt Ramona on like a visceral level, you know, like being a younger sibling and just like being really annoying. Just like, yes, those are my people. All right, ladies, what have we got? I know we've got lots of books to talk about today. I read. I was home sick for a number of days. Not COVID. I got tested. Negative. Negative test. I read Pine Island Home, which is a fairly new juvenile fiction um, by Polly Horvath. She's the author of a Newbery Honor book, Everything on a Waffle, which I have not read but would Ooh, like to. That sounds this fun. came out in November of last year's, and I was the first one to check it out, so it, it is fairly new. It's about four sisters who were actually raised as missionary kids and traveled all over the world. But when the book begins, they're in Borneo. But their parents have been killed by the tsunami in Thailand. Oh, no. And so someone comes to care for them until they can find relatives that will take them, which basically doesn't happen. They do find one elderly aunt that has a little farm on this Pine Island place, which you get the ideas maybe in up in New England, you know, in that type of, on the shore. Um, but when they arrive... She has died, but the girls decide, the oldest sister who is 14 decides that they are going to make it on their own and just sort of pretend they have a guardian, and so they enlist a grouchy old neighbor to say he's their guardian if it's necessary or to show up at their house if someone comes, uh, if they will cook him dinner every night and pay him $20 a week. So this goes on for a while. There's lots of things that go on, lots of um, emotion, which I guess I like in a novel, um, but very resilient little girls that work hard, work together, you know, keep their house going. But eventually, of course, they have to have an adult to come in and help them. And, and all turns out well, even though they never get over, you know, it's going to be sad they've lost their parents but they learn how to cope and to go on and it's a really really good book i really enjoyed it Sounds it really could good. be an upcoming book wizards offering oh could fun be. that would be a really good one for book wizards. yeah absolutely i like that one it's really yeah. good well speaking of book clubs um, our After Hours Book Club this month read The Wicked Sister by Carrie Dionne. And I'm telling you what, that book was good. And which we had our meeting on it Tuesday, but and everyone that read it, we were, we were all talking about it. It was hard to put down. Once we got started, it was getting anything else done was the problem. But um, it, it kind of goes from character to character from, you know, in each chapter. But um, it talks about... The mother in the story, her name is Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> and um, in, in her perspective, she talks about a daughter that um, is a little off. Let's put it that way. She's a little off. 
and there's some events that happen through the book that she kind of wonders if her daughter might have had something to do with. And um, so they decide to move off into, um, it is a family like hunting lodge almost, mm -hmm. in the middle of 4,000 acres. Mm. And um, it's just a little secluded place. You've got to know where to turn to get to it kind of place. And so they move off to this place. The mother um, does research on black bears and the dad does research on amphibians and freshwater life. But that, that is mom. Um, the youngest daughter um, had been put in a mental, mental institution because she thought that she was the reason her mother and father died. She kind of um, disappeared for a couple of weeks after their death and she keeps having visions of shooting her mother. And um, anyway, to make a very long story shorter, <laughs> um, the it, it is a very, very good book. Um, the sister does find out that... Um, no spoilers. I'm, no, I'm not spoiling it because it gives it away. It gives uh, it away in the beginning. Uh, no, no, uh, okay. Uh, okay, I won't spoil it. Okay. Uh, well, this... <laughs> Uh, is it on the back of the book for a while so um without you know spoiling anything did it turn out how you thought when, um, when you were telling me it Fair had question. a good little twist it, it did turn out how i thought mm -hmm. but it had a good little twist added to it so it wasn't too predictable no it was not predictable. yeah good you've been well, really interested in yes and in talking about it for a while i had many many different scenarios which of course in any mystery you try to figure out mm -hmm. you know what the twist is going to be because it, in the beginning it does tell you who did it you know mm -hmm. um obviously the book tells you who did it but um it, it, it really it was anybody who would be interested in that i, I like canna said i don't want to give too many spoilers <laughs> because i can talk and talk about a book <laughs> but uh, it, it is a very good one. yes and it, it's called okay. the wicked sister um and it, it's really good Good. Awesome. And y'all are reading what this month? Um, Handmaid's Tale. Ooh. This one's, um, as Miss um, Kristen put it, a dystopian novel. Novel. Yes. Um, um, in a in a really not to sound um, feminist or anything like that. It is really a man-made world mm -hmm. in this story. It is governed by men that believe that women really don't have a place in this world. That's the way I feel. Um, anyway, but it's about a woman who is forced into becoming a handmaid, which in this story, all of the women who can birth children um, have, are forced into this so that they can become a handmaid for the um, wife and husband. Um, it, it, it was, I've watched the series on it. It's a very good series. Um, and this is, this is a book one of, I think, three maybe. I know for sure two. She just came out with a um, new book, was it last year? Kind of um, Somewhere in there. tying that up. Yeah. The yeah. yeah, and I think this so one's actually from the 80s. Yeah. Because um, it's a classic. But. But it's a very good book. Yeah, Margaret Atwood. If anybody's interested in joining us for After Hours, just um, give us a call and we'll get you a book.
Yeah. Absolutely. It's a good one. So, Miss Kristen, what have you got? Well, um, so I I don't really read books all the way through. I kind of just pick some up and read a little bit um, every once in a while. Then I need to uh, change it up. So I've got Under Pressure um, by Lisa Damore, Ph.D. Um, just kind of talking about how uh, young girls, as opposed to boys, have a lot more anxiety and um it's just, just like really good information, especially as a mom. And um, there's Embrace the Suck, Brent Gleason, about um, yeah. Navy SEALs. And that's kind of their motto, um, Embrace the Suck. And it's probably a good uh, little, not self-help, but it could be a self-help little book. And then Carolyn, I guess, Kips, is it? Yeah. No idea. Uh, I was trying to listen to it earlier on the phone to see how to pronounce it, but you, um, mm. there's the um, series you, we have that to rent also, but the book, it's a little more racy than the um, series on TV, um, which is still racy a little bit, but it's, it's just so interesting how it's like this guy becomes obsessed with women easily and mm. he almost seems like a good guy and he tries to rationalize everything he does and how stalkery he is and murdery he is but he uh, and you almost you're like kind of rooting for him even though he's this terrible person but he has some good qualities so it's it's pretty good but it's definitely on the adult side absolutely absolutely well, that's a good roundup for this week. So, um, come and see us. We are going to be opening up here in just a minute. And, uh, you got Easter this weekend. Got Easter this weekend. Come find a book so you can curl up with Home one after Easter. Homeschool Friday dinner. tomorrow. Homeschool Friday tomorrow at 10. Meeting at the city park. Meeting at the city park. It'll be good. There's still some cute little take and makes for the kids uh some easter yeah. uh, activities absolutely got crafts and all different kinds of stuff to take home there's a really good stress relief pack over there for adults too yes is it still out there there's one left. there's one left. Yeah. Okay. i think they got taken yesterday <laughs> they were, were a bunch until yesterday absolutely all righty well we will talk to you guys next week all right bye bye, bye.